At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Well, from the return of the tea trolley to rail routes, queries and questions across the country, Barry Kenny from Irish Rail is uh, with us to answer all of your travel queries today. You can send them in to us. The WhatsApp number is 087 1400 106. You can give us a call either if you want to chat to Barry yourself. That's 1800 453 106. Before we do that, listen, Barry, um, good afternoon, first of all. You too, Andrea. Yeah, I was reading in the Indo today, um, you're back from, from Ukraine. Yeah, I was there a couple of weeks ago in Lviv, uh, which is in the west the country um, doing some volunteering with Frontline Kitchen who basically produce food for the military on the front line and okay. so uh, we were shredding cabbage and peeling beetroot and lugging sacks of uh, produce right. around the place uh, to get it uh, to the defenders. You just decided yourself personally to go over? Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. It's something I, I, I suppose stumbled across it a few months ago and I said, oh gosh, that's you know, piqued my interest. Yeah. I looked into it, uh, went to Krakow, get the train into Lviv, so it was nice to try out Ukrainian railways as well. Mm. And um, uh, simply, there's so much work to do there and there's a lot of organisations that are involved in volunteering and so it was midday to eight days of producing up to 15,000 servings uh, a day for the military. Yeah, wow. Um, an incredible thing to do. Like, is your... What's the... What's the the overall atmosphere like at the moment or what's the... Really resilient. The tone, like, really resilient quite confident about the, the counter-offensive. Obviously, you know, there's distress still. I mean, uh, every day in the in the main square, defenders who've been killed uh, from the, the city are, are displayed and the, the, the cemetery is, is quite a shocking and upsetting uh, thing to see with, with obviously the scale of, of loss of life. Um, but they are, they're tough as nails and uh, determined and very, very confident mm-hmm. that uh, the defence forces are, are going to succeed yeah. in the counter-offensive. Okay. No, well, thanks for, for sharing that with us. Um, now, uh, Robbie is with us on the line. Robbie, you have a travel query for Barry today. Yeah, um, it's it's more of a, a general kind of when are we ever going to get a train coming out of Dublin Airport query because um, I'm literally only after getting back from Paris and it's every time, probably like yourself and like everybody else and even Barry, I'm sure he was able to get a train out of Krakow Airport to where he wanted to go. But it, it's embarrassing when you go to European cities or, or you just take Europe as a point in case and you come back to Dublin and there's absolutely no transport infrastructure really in place bar a bus or a taxi. And that's the fact of the matter, and it is. And I, I don't know if Barry's the man to ask about this, but what the hell is going on and when are we going to get a train <laughs> station or a tube coming out of, out of yeah. Dublin Airport because we really, really need it. Now, they're talking about building the Tord uh, terminal. Well and good. Well, where are the people going to get out of Dublin Airport? Or how are the no, people Barry. going to get out of Dublin Airport? When can we get out of Dublin Airport? Well, the, there is, a, obviously, Metrolink is to be developed, and that's that's not a near and Aaron project uh, that will be uh, delivered by uh, Transport Infrastructure Ireland, but uh, that is under the, the Greater Dublin Area Strategy, so the, the, the planning is underway for that. Um, yeah, and that obviously, ob- obviously uh, that, you know, and look, these plans were very well advanced when the recession hit, and they were they were stalled at that time, So, uh, but we do really see, and I think Aaron and others in Transport 
transport see at the moment. There is genuine strong support now to deliver mm. uh, transport projects that, that that really should have been there in the past. But you know, the, I think the momentum is there now. It's not in your bailiwick at the moment. Not at the moment. No. no. Okay. Listen, we've loads of queries to fly through. Oh eight seven fourteen hundred one zero six. Is that that's the the WhatsApp number? Uh, please ask Barry if you'll run a later train from Houston to Nace and Newbridge at least on a Friday and Saturday night even tw- 10 past midnight would allow people uh, to go to a play the cinema concert get home by train 11.10 is currently the last one far too early um, I suppose the issue about doing later trains one is what we do them obviously around kind of Christmas time and, and St. Patrick's uh, weekend they're fairly moderately supported right so at the very very busiest times not enough times, people using it yeah it's, it, it's but not but sure if you put them on numbers. more people will know True. about it and use it but that's when we do the maintenance on the lines. The vast majority of it is that kind of midnight. So the more you do later services, the more disruption you're going to have to have in the daytime. It's not something we'd say no to, uh, obviously, uh, forever or anything like that. And you, and you look at demand. But right now, it seems to be reasonably low. Can Barry explain why there's no train to Cork after 9pm? 9pm uh, is the last one. And funny, that's probably the latest uh, intercity that we have. So that would get you in about 11.30. Again, you know, moderate numbers on that wouldn't be huge numbers. I think I think if we're looking at Cork, probably, uh, and others, you would be talking about an, an earlier train in the day would be the next service expansion. There are other routes like probably Waterford, Galway, uh, where a later evening service uh, would see demand. But, you know, if you go through our later evening services, kind of you know, six and seven are reasonably busy. The nine o'clock, not so much, uh, and we don't see there's a huge demand beyond ten. And again, once that train passes through, we're in for works. Aidan is wondering if we will ask Barry if there'll be more direct services to Tralee like there was twenty years ago. Most of the services you have to change at Mallow. Uh, well, yes, most of the services, but there's far more services now uh, as a result. So you've got eight services each way uh, connecting to Lee uh, and Dublin with, uh, with uh, I suppose, the vast majority of those having the connections uh, at Mallow. And that's, I suppose, the way we best use the infrastructure that's there is that, that frequent hourly service uh, to Cork and then the connections uh, at Tralee. We, we do want to further expand services, but I think realistically it will be with connections. But it's a very good journey time on, on, the, on the Dublin Cork line and people and truly benefit from that too. David is on the line. David, do you have a question for Barry? I was actually sort of expanding on the earlier fellow who was looking for later trains to Gildare, but uh, later trains to Cork would be mm. the same thing, um, even if it had to be a shorter train with fewer cars. And, cer- um, and certainly, I suppose, we, we do try to match the supply of demand in terms in terms of train size. Um, as I say, something would be a 10pm departure from uh, Houston would be about, you know, half past midnight uh, into Cork. Again, the evidence suggests from the nine o'clock that the, the demand isn't hugely there. But we keep these things in a review. I say, trends change. Like the previous caller was mm-hmm. saying, though, you can't go see a show. And like for me, often I'm working and work wouldn't finish till nine or ten mm-hmm. so it doesn't leave me the option of taking the train there's you know and yeah. so I, I wouldn't even consider it because it's never an option uh, so and again, if there were later trains available mm-hmm. people would probably try and use them and certainly for major Builds events yeah for, certainly for major events things like matches things like big concerts uh, in Dublin we do have additional services at those times as well when, when, when the demand increases a uh, question from Luke as well thanks a million uh, David for getting in touch L- question from Luke on first um, sorry on the train to Cork and the first class carriage there's no racket tie down points in the wheelchair space to secure the wheelchairs in a minibus or a car the wheelchairs have to be secured to protect the user in the event of a sudden stop or emergency breaking the wheelchair and the user could be in a, at serious risk any comment from Barry I, I'd be honest I don't the, the specific detail on that I do know obviously there are um, design 
guidelines or design kind of requirements for uh, spaces for people with reduced mobility. Obviously, all our trains uh, do conform to that. In terms of the specific uh, issues he's raised there, I, I apologise, I don't have the exact detail, but I'll certainly get back to you on that, Andrea. 1800 is the number if you want to chat to Barry here yourself this afternoon. This texter is wondering, as an OAP with free travel, do I have to book a seat to travel on the train? And is there a cost for this? Do the seats have to be booked online or can I do it over the phone? You you don't have to. Um, the option is there. Uh, we would have, as was on all our services, certainly an allocation of free spaces for people with free travel passes uh, and with existing tickets as well. When they are sold out, it's €2.50 each way. You can book it by phone or you can book it uh, online, whichever whichever suits. But it's not required. Obviously, at the very busiest times, if you're travelling. No, yeah. I have a follow-up question to okay. this. Um, so... So you don't have to, but but do do Irish Rail give priority to those who've booked online, like Bus Erin do? Yes. Sorry, in terms in terms of if for for the free travel. Well, yes. I mean, that, as I say, that it is available on all of the trains uh, in advance. There's an allocation there. When that sells out, as I say, there is a small charge then for reservations as well. And this is just simply about managing the the capacity that we have available. It's not required, but obviously we'd encourage everybody, whether you're free mm. travel or not is to book at the busiest time. But for Irish Rail, you can book over the phone. Yes, for you, you if can. If the free travel Absolutely. scheme. Yeah, I don't yes. think you can do that with bus Aaron, but it's not correct than that. Peter in Donegal is wondering, can I bring my bike on the train from Sligo to Dublin and then Dublin to Cork and any train, <laughs> is there ever any train train coming to Donegal? Um, okay, three parts. My famous um, question. <laughs> yes and yes. Uh, the third part I'll come back to in a moment. Um, we, you, we, you should book your space. If you're, Travelling on a bike, we encourage you to book in advance. Uh, it is free to book with uh, with your seat, the the the, the bike space, um, uh, to make sure that you you can travel. In terms of Donegal, the All Island Rail Review is the Department of Transport in Ireland, the Department of Infrastructure in Northern Ireland are looking at that. Uh, we uh, understand that uh, in the coming months that will be published, which will look at Never like, what are the options. Not in my life. I wouldn't say that. Andrew. Do you reckon? I, 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 we're certainly in a better space for rail network expansion than we ever have been mm. in the 29 years I'm working here and my time on Earth. Yeah. Expansion is coming. Right. Absolutely. A uh, listener um, has got in touch as well about travelling from Tralee to Dublin last Saturday. Aside from having bus transfers at Port Leash, there was absolutely no ticket checkers or catering. Uh, there is catering on the Dublin Cork service on most of them now. There will be on all Dublin Cork services uh, uh, by the end of this month. Um, obviously, if you're travelling to and from Tralee and connecting at Mallow, you get the benefit um, of that. Um, we have customer service officers uh, or, or hosts uh, on all services. There would have been some, I suppose, changes because we had works last weekend, which involved some bus transfers. But standardly, there would be somebody on all of those trains. David is on the line. David, you have a question for Barry. Yeah, hi. Um, I just wanted to know, uh, we were travelling up to Dublin for from Galway uh, for the brother's 60th birthday. And we built our tickets. Now, there was people sitting on the seats that were allocated to us. And when I said it to the inspector, he just says, sure, just pick any other seat. Um, the same thing happened when we were coming back to Galway. And like, you pay extra for booking a ticket. Well, firstly, you don't you don't pay extra if you're booking online. It is included uh, with the cost uh, of your ticket. Um, in terms of that, yes, obviously that's something that you, you should have received assistance for with. And I'm sorry that, that was the case uh, to ensure that your seat was available mm. to you. If your seat or an alternative wasn't available, we'd refund. I'm glad that there was an alternative for you. But if your seat 
or the, an alternative wasn't, we would certainly refund you. Yeah, but that's not policy is though, isn't it? Normally, yeah. that the you, you inspector and, and or somebody would. And I would say number one, people I think are observing the seat reservations a lot more. It, it certainly was an issue when we first introduced it, uh, and two, then that the staff are on board to assist you with those issues. David, thanks for the query. Um, 087-1400-106 is the number. I know somebody mentioned there. I read out the text about the catering. It's only on the Dublin to Cork, Cork route, though. Should I thought you'd brought the trolley back everywhere? No, no, we were very clear. It is currently on an interim basis just on Dublin to Cork. We are doing a full tender for the overall network. What happened was we're funded to a certain extent for catering. The suppliers were charging us, frankly, exorbitant amounts. So we had to provide a service within the funding we'd available. We said we'll go with one route in its entirety. So the certainty for customers, we know everybody else wants it. We're very keen to get it back. So we're hoping there's some more realism from the market now when we're out to tender for the full yeah. network. Is, is it not something, though, that Irish Rail can, can operate themselves? I think in terms of, I suppose, the, you know... Uh, we, we, you know, we run trains. We manage the network. I think that there is kind of specialisation in areas like catering uh, and uh, the the you know the the operation of those services. So it is a good business to go out to market with. We certainly have no appetite to to, to go back into it ourselves. Uh, listener wondering about any chance of opening opening up Dunleer train station. Dunleer, yeah, that's one I suppose that there's been queries about over the years. There was a plan back in the mid noughties that there was going to be a big property development there and the developer was going to actually pay to build a station. Um, it, it's really down, I think, to kind of local authorities in terms of developing around the station to support it. We certainly wouldn't do anything to prevent it, but we would work with the local mm-hmm. authority and the NTA in terms of the options for it. Listen, Barry, thank you for coming in. As always, Barry Kenny from Irish Rail in town for all your questions. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.